today's sermon summary podcast is based on a Bible passage from Matthew chapter 21 and the first 10 verses. Imagine for a moment you're sitting comfortably in your lounge one sunny afternoon. You've enjoyed a good cup of coffee and are snuggled into your favourite armchair. Your eyes are beginning to close and then you are suddenly awakened by a loud knock at the door. Looking bleary-eyed at the clock, you quickly determine that you're not expecting anyone at this time. So you trudge over to the door, open it an inch or two and make one or two inquiries, namely, who is it? And perhaps also, what do you want? The person at the door now has a number of options in answering your questions. And they might briefly consider how they can best describe themselves and what they are about. They might, for example, simply give their name, but that only works if they would recognise it. They might explain an occasion when you have met them before. I was behind you in the supermarket queue and you dropped something. Or, we sat together at school. They might say who they are related to. I'm someone's son or daughter, or brother or sister. They might say where they live. Oh, I'm from number 27. Or they might mention something they've done that had made them a local celebrity. The what do you want question could be answered with I've come to read the meter, or I'm delivering your parcel or your takeaway meal, or I'm not trying to sell you double glazing. But why do we care who it is at the door? Firstly, of course, because we are all basically curious or nosy at heart. We like to know the facts as it helps us to feel in control. But it goes deeper than that. We want to pigeonhole our visitor and then stereotype them and then, yes, prejudge them. Are they known to us or not? Are they welcome or not? And so on. For sure, we will respond to them differently depending on the answers we receive. It's the same with post we receive. When it arrives through our letterbox, we sift through the small pile of envelopes and we react to each one in turn. We are unlikely to squeal with delight because we have received a gas bill or throw what is clearly a birthday or Christmas card into the waste paper basket. So, back to our Bible story. There's a large crowd already milling in and around Jerusalem for the Passover festival. And then along a street comes a further noisy crowd approaching, surrounding one particular man riding on a donkey. The crowd are singing and dancing and spreading palm leaves and coats on the road ahead of them. The whole new crowd is clearly excited and expectant. And the original crowd asked the same two questions we might have asked our person at the door. Who is it? And what's he here for? The crowd surrounding Jesus make it clear that he is David's son. He's coming in the name of the Lord and bringing glory to God. And he is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth. All this is truthful, relevant and useful to know, and yet doesn't really explain him adequately. There's a game you can play where one person has the name of an animal or object written on a piece of paper and has to describe it in a way that others can guess what it is. To make it more difficult, the piece of paper also says a number of words you cannot give by way of clues. 
So for example, if the word was be, you might be prevented from describing it using any of the words buzz or sting, honey or hive, or bumble or insect. And so, what if the crowd had not been able to use the words David or Jesus, or Lord or Prophet? What might they have said? I have five suggestions. Firstly, he was the one who listened to me, truly listened, intently to my hopes and dreams, doubts and disappointments. Second, he was the one who obviously valued me and accepted me just as I am, warts and all showing me a grace I do not deserve and freely forgiving me. Thirdly, he was the one who understands what it is to be human with all the difficulties, complexities, frustrations and temptations. Fourthly, he was the one who really cared for me, longing for the very best for me, hurting when I hurt, crying when I cried, rejoicing when I rejoiced. And lastly, he was the one who acted on my behalf, despite that greatest of all costs to him on the cross as he bore my sins. And so how wonderful that we have a Saviour, a Messiah, to follow, adore and worship. A Saviour who knows us and cares for us always. Have a blessed week. <laughs>